Yo, Sam Hyde, hit me up at Piss Magazine. Where's John? All eyes on John. All eyes on John. We have a mover. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing very, very well, man. Uh, I'm super excited to talk to you. Uh, we don't have you for a long time, so I'd like to just jump in. How are you? I'm doing pretty amazing so far today. Been getting a lot of work done. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I, I was looking at your Twitter. You seem to just be cranking away on business shit, and that's, I mean, oh, yeah. that's awesome, dude. Happy to see, happy to see you thriving, but uh, you've never really. I mean, you've always been working hard. That's what it definitely seems like. Yeah, most I, definitely. I wanted to I wanted to start by asking you about your uh, your brand streets. So, uh, like how it started, or yeah, more specifically. Well, s- sort okay. of uh, how how you started it, um, and how you would define your apparel. Okay, so we started. Uh, so the way streets started, I was kind of like talking to my brother because he got an e-bike. It's like, you know, it'd be cool if we started selling e-bikes. And he, he, he got an Onyx e-bike. It's like, we should sell Onyx e-bikes. Um, and originally, I was paying this lady to set up the website for me. And I paid her 2500 I was supposed to pay her another 2500 after she completed it. She... she did not do it. Well, she made a website, but there was like a thousand mistakes on there. I don't even know how she got my mom's personal address, but she put it on there too. All kinds of crazy oh shit. And there's like so many mistakes. I'm like, lady, I'm not paying you the other 2500 until you fix this and this and this. And she's like, I'm not doing that. I knew you were trying to scam me. I'm like, what do you mean? You scammed me. So I pulled together uh, my two brothers, my uh, two best friends. And we just made a website within a week. We just cranked it out. We've never made one, so we're like, okay, we gotta do it. It looks really then, slick. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that that was your first fucking whack at a website. It looks great, dude. Yeah, no, me, my brother, my friends, we did an amazing job at it. Like we, I think I lost ten pounds that week, and one of my siblings lost weight too. Because we were just like walking nonstop, not eating, not sleeping, or anything. Um, but the apparel, like the way, uh, one of my siblings, he kind of wants the vision to be kind of like a, he wants it to be a little edgy and kind of like, but in a good way though. And like, you know, yeah, just pushing the envelope. Yeah. So like, what's, yeah, no. what's the uh, plan with, uh, the streetwear then? Well, we're planning. So we're planning on keeping, make, we're going to be making more designs for clothing. But also, before the year over is over, we want to make our own e-bike. Like, we want to f- probably make it here locally in Bambi. So as of right now, we're just drop shipping e-bikes, but eventually we want to step it up and produce it ourselves. Oh, that's a great idea, dude. There's that, yeah. in the Pacific Northwest, there's that really great culture of just, like, locally made stuff. It's oh, yeah. top-notch. Uh, no, that's awesome. I mean, what would you... Uh, what would you want to call like a model of e-bike? I mean, you can just let your imagination run wild. Are there any names you're batting around? Um, not at the moment. No. Usually, the ideas when we come up with all ideas for business stuff, we used to kind of do it on the spot, and like at that moment, usually as a group. But yeah, I've I've noticed if you think about it too hard, it doesn't come naturally, and it sounds 
it's an overthought. You think about it too much. For example, like if someone's doing a joke and they think about it way too long to make it too complex and then it's not good. It has to be short and simple. So sort of a first thought, best thought approach to, yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, you've nailed it so far. Like streets is sort of unforgettable. I mean, were you, were you just <laughs> losing your mind when you snagged that URL too? It's just, no, like, yeah, we, we were happy when we got that. We're like, yeah, this is a good one. Um, oh man. Do you have any, uh, influences personally in like, uh, fashion? I mean, I know you're a model. Uh, are you inspired at all by, uh, fashion yourself? No, uh, me personally, like, you know, I, I like dressing nice occasionally, mm -hmm. but me personally, I could care less what I will. I really only do it for show. Like if I'm dressing nice, it's either for a job or if I'm meeting someone like for business, but me naturally, I'd probably be shortless you know, in my underwear, you know, up in the mountains or something like that. Yeah, cl you're that, climbing something. <laughs> yeah. But if, if I have to meet someone, I dress nice. Like, I know how to dress nice. But if I have a choice, I wouldn't do it. Dude, uh, I mean, I yeah, no, you seem to have your act together uh, really well. And I'm just wondering, like, do you, you sort of, it seems like you went through, like, a self-improvement journey. Is that fair to say? Most definitely, yeah. I mean, can you can we get into where you started with that? Because I feel like that might that and God are probably going to take up the two biggest sections of this. Yeah. So probably uh, when I really started come, I came out of my shell was back in high school. Um, when I was a, uh, I was at the second high school. I was at. I had a, there was a custodian. The I don't want to say his name, so I don't know if his, he wants his name on here. But he actually. He, he was like my best friend at that school. Like, you know, I did, I was student body president and stuff, but you know, it was whatever. But uh, the custodian, he was, uh, he was like my best friend and, you know, we did stuff all together. Like I still hang out with him from time to time. And so like in high school, for example, I would make random ass noises all the time. Like, you know, I would just scream or something stupid, you know, yeah. it's like things I did. And he would do it too, because at that school, all the students liked him. So he would do it too, so none of the other students would make fun of me, essentially. So it was kind of like, I don't know, he, he just helped me to come out of my shell a lot. And then after that, I would say the second biggest thing that helped me become who I am was becoming homeless. If I didn't become homeless, I wouldn't have learned all the life lessons I have now. And then the thought is, uh, being wild and fighting. So, uh, okay, two two questions. One, how long were you homeless for? And like what age? Um, It was only like three, four months. And I was like 19. I was, I still was, I was a full-time custodian at that time. Because the school district loved me so much, they gave me a job right out of, right out of school. <laughs> but, um, so I did, I was working as a custodian four times still, and I was going to college four times too, and then I became homeless. And I was like, uh, it was only about three to four months. It was during the summertime. And I was like, fuck this. I don't like it. So I left and became a violent firefighter. Dude, tell, tell me about firefighting. Like, I mean, should we should we start in fire? Why, do, why become a firefighter? So I was already going to college to become a radio technician for the force service. And because back then I was kind of chubby and out of shape. 
And I was like, you know what? If I want to get in the Forest Service, I could go to this program and get in for free, not go to college, and have fun in the woods still. So, like, let's do that. So that's what I did. And I ended up loving it. Like, it, it pushed me out of my boundaries a lot. It made me get physically fit. That's for sure. Um, but, yeah, because there were some days uh, the instructional, instructor who was teaching us, if we uh, – for example, we would do a test every day, the 10 and 18s, like the rules of fall and firefighting, you know, what what to look out for, watch out situations and stuff like that. And we would have to write it down every day for verbatim. So, you know, every period, every single capital letter or whatever has to be on there exactly. And every mistake we made on the 10s, we times it by two. And the ones for the 18s, we times it by one. So then we grab everyone's fuck up throughout the whole class, put them together. And, you know, like let's say if it's 400, then we have to do 400 push ups before we got to go to lunch. Dude, that's so uh, how many, how many push ups can you do in one sitting right now? Like, what's your max? Um, so right now, it's probably not that high because it's been a while. Like, I don't do push ups on a regular basis anymore. But if I had to, I just got done doing 20 a little bit ago, but I, uh, when I was on fish tank, I was able to do 30 at one point without stopping. But also, I wasn't really going for speed. I'm sure if I'm going for speed, and if I didn't walk out yet, I could probably do maybe 40 to maybe 45. I would have to check though. Dude, but I, I guarantee 30 though. I want to see. I want to see a video series where it's just like journey to 500 push-ups. <laughs> like. <laughs> Just what? Just all shoulders. You're gonna be all fucking shoulders, dude. Uh huh. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, so like, when did religion become like a big part of your life? Like you, you're pretty. I mean, you're you're pretty much the warrior for Christ. Like yeah. To, so so break it down for me. It was in high school too. I was nice. roughly around sixteen, and I found this Facebook group. I don't belong with the group anymore. Because it's been a while since I've had Facebook. But it was a Facebook group and it was like a pastor on there. And just the way he was teaching it really uh, resonated with me. And then I started going to youth groups. And I found this one chick that I did Bible study with. Like a handful of times during the week, which was awesome. I don't know if she wants me to say her name. But she was a really awesome person that helped me uh, learn. Because, you know... You guys probably know I have a hard time reading and I'm bad at grammar and all this other stuff. So she was able to help me along a lot, which was cool. Man. So it's, I mean, it seems like uh, high school is a really formative point for you. Are there any things in your adult life that have really shaped how you view the world? Any, uh, any like thought leaders, uh, teachers that you're like, oh, that's, that's a smart guy. I need, I need, I need to lock that info down. Yeah. So when I first saw Andrew Tate, it's like I have to listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Dude, what a, what a, what about it caught your attention? Like, was it the bravado? Was it the like the proof of concept? Like just him being like, look at, look at me. I clearly have millions of dollars. Listen up, dude. No, it wasn't that. It was. Um, I'm really good at digging out information, seeing what information is good, what information is crap. Um, and it was his business advice he would give. And 
his motivations and the way you change your mind, just those things along the line is the best. He has had some of the best business advice I've seen. Oh, that's um, undeniably. He just he has he's really he's good at being concise with it too. Oh yeah, extremely. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing that caught my eye, that and the motivation and how he lives his life. Um, I think that's some of the biggest stuff. Um, another people, a couple other people I like for different reasons. I like uh, more plates, more dates. Yes. I'm actually going his uh, tank uh, top. Um, more plates, more dates guy. I like him a lot because um, he's the people I like to look for to learn are usually very educated people themselves. And more plates, he Derek from there. He's extremely educated in fitness and how the body works and all kinds of other aspects. Um, but, you, you know, I have like probably like roughly five to ten different people on YouTube I watch on a regular basis. You know, Andrew's one of them. Luke Balmer is one of them. Uh, more Place, More Dates. Uh, there's a couple of them. I don't know their names, but I know what they look like, though. Right, where it's just, I mean... Isn't it weird when you get into adulthood and you're like, man, I've been watching this guy's YouTube channel for 10 years. It's absolutely insane. Like I, there's dude, when I was a teenager, I thought everyone on YouTube was just going to go away. Like after like four years, like you've done your part, yeah. but no people stick around now. It's like, it can be your whole career. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you see yourself being a personality like that on any level? seems like people, uh, really do genuinely appreciate uh your motivational uh stuff um here give me one second i'm going to turn the lights on um yeah i know i most definitely see myself that way um i do want to be able to inspire people i want to be able to help people learn um so i do see myself being an influencer long term yeah Dude, I mean, I think that's a good move. Like, uh, it, uh, man, have <laughs> have there been any uh, collaborations that have been like weird or stuck out to you yet? Where you're like, oh, that is that's hilarious, but there's no way in hell I'm doing that. There's been a couple of people that want to do things with me. For example, I don't remember that username, but it's like some Instagram dude. He was kind of big, and I, he wanted like me to say something to put in his rap song or something, and I was looking at his page and it's just like everything was sexual or shit. Mm. And I'm like, bro, I don't even want to be associated with you. Like all you post is like sexual stuff. Like that's just, I don't know. Like that was a bit weird. Um, Dude, it does. There's seem... a lot of people that you know, they try to, they want to do something. Like they want, they want to start a business and they want to use my face and my name and just profit off of me. And I'm like, bro, I'm not stupid. Like, you have the only thing I have to gain is nothing from working with you. Like I could do all this by myself. Why would I need you? So are you are um, you against like licensing out your your face for like white label stuff? Like if someone just wanted to make like here's John's weed vapes, like that that's just something that's like just yeah. I probably wouldn't do that. Like things I would do. I I, I don't mind doing modeling. You know I don't mind being like in a music video or commercial, but like, I'm not going 
promote a product though. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh, buy this. You know, like I, I don't, like I like this. I'm not gonna tell people to buy this tank top though. Um, are are you in a SAG after yet? Screen am actors. I what? The uh, Screen Actors Guild. Uh, I was just wondering because, like, oh. I would, I would uh, love to hire you for acting stuff, but uh, I was just wondering if you were in the union or not. I don't think I am, no. Oh yeah, you yeah you would know. It's one of, it's one of them things. You you'd have a card in your wallet right now, and you'd be telling me. Oh yeah. <laughs> you'd be you'd be yelling at me your day rate. You'd be screaming at me like it's twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> Huh? Uh, dude, uh, that's uh crazy. The inter- entertainment unions is totally something you should look into because, like, if you are in the writers' guild and you sell a script, the minimum amount you can accept is like thirty three thousand dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, so like there, yeah, there there might be there's money to be made in in jauntertainment for sure. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I've had a couple of people reach out to me saying they want me to be uh, do some acting for them or something like that. Um, I don't know where it's going to go, though. Dude, you... I don't want to make acting my main thing. Like, I probably do it every once in a while, just like modeling. It's not my main thing, but I would do it, though, sometimes. Um, you know, the main thing I want to make is being influenced on helping people grow, essentially. Dude, would you would do you see yourself doing some like Mr. Beast type stuff? No. No. You not you not be no. uh let me uh how about just charity generally? Is that something you'd want to associate your brand with? Like your well, own I personal feel like, I feel like I'm a charitable person already. Um I would never donate to most charities. Like it it depends on the charity, of course. Some charities are good, but majority of them are fucking evil. Like, you For donate sure. a doll, okay? 80 to 90% of that doll goes to the people who's in charge, not to what the charity is for. So why would I donate to someone if they're just going to keep 80, 90% of it versus just go directly to the cause it's for, you know? Yeah, you'd rather you'd rather hand a man a million dollars than give a million dollars to some some bull charity that's not going to do anything. Yeah, but I also I feel like the better thing to do than give money away is so time is more valuable. And if you could teach some something to someone that's extremely important and useful to them, that'd be a billion times better. You can never like pay them enough for that. Dude, uh, do do you have any other financial tips, dude? Like, See, like at, from a base level, like, uh, if I, if I wanted to be making money today, John, help me, John, I'm, I'm on bended knee. What would I do? How would I get started? Do, yeah. If you need to do something fast, uh, flipping things is always good and easy. You could go on Craigslist and find shit to flip. Um, that's a good way to get started. If you need money fast. Um, another way is. Get a fucking job. If you need money, get a job. <laughs> if you need it today, you know. Um, it's not hard to find a job. It's really not. Um, I mean, so like, what do you? I mean, what do you? What do you say to people with creative aspirations? 
Like, are you team hone your idea, figure out how it fits in the market, or are you team creative pursuits are probably not for like most people? Do you mean like music and stuff? Uh, I mean, yeah, it could be music. Uh, it could be fashion. I mean, a lot of people want to pick one of those avenues nowadays. What I would say is it's going to be a lot harder just because it's so saturated. But if you have a will, you have a way, though. As long as you determine at anything you do and you stay focused for a long enough time, it's going to happen. And if you know what you're doing and you learn the correct materials, you should be fine then. I think, I mean, have you found that the internet has given you such a good niche? I mean, I found this for myself that like, I don't know. uh, I'm getting more positive than negative from people. Like I, I basically get no negative interaction from people. And I look at your stuff and you basically seem to get no negative interaction from people either. I think I get mostly positive too. Um, and I think the reason why it's kind of hard to be negative towards someone who's so happy yeah, and who's, and who's not full of shit 24 seven. Like I'm sure if I was lying nonstop, people would just be, Oh, you fucking piece of shit. Why are you lying? But I'm just being myself, which makes it a lot easier, I think. And then it's kind of harder for people to make fun of you for being yourself when you admit things just already. Like I say, I'm bad at grammar. I'm bad at reading. Well, it kind of takes the power away from someone else to try to make fun of you for that. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if... (laughs) Yeah, and if you're not gonna make some like dumb superficial comment like that, like what what do you have to say to somebody who's just like starting a business and talk like giving people like friendly advice? Like, fr- I don't know. There's there's really nothing to hate on. There's nothing to hate on. And honestly, uh, man, I mean, do you have any do you have any plans to uh, make a podcast or anything like that? I'm, I might make a podcast. Um, the only thing that's holding me back as of right now is uh, not enough equipment or money to get the equipment that I would need. Yeah. Um, I'm planning on once I start once I start making money off of YouTube, that's what I'm planning on probably buying. Because the, people are telling me to keep doing a Patreon or something like that. Like I met up with a guy today. He wanted to do editing videos for me and I could make a Patreon and that's how he gets paid. I'm like, I don't want to make a Patreon, bro. Like, I don't want to take money directly from my fans. If if they want a service or a product to pay me, I'm okay with that. But I don't want them to give me money for nothing. That doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, I just, I don't want donations really from anyone. So I'm okay with, you know, if, if they want to help me, they could comment or share or like to boost the algorithm. But they don't. I don't want people to buy anything if they don't want to buy something from me. So yeah. So your you your presence is more of a networking one. You don't really consider yourself like an entertainer or anything. I'm pretty funny. I have a <laughs> wide range of uh, humor. So I'm. I guess I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, do you see yourself like uh, doing something comedic again? Like, uh, am I allowed to mention it? Am I allowed to mention FTL? Just and not ask you about it specifically, but just be like, do you see yourself doing uh, something 
comedic like that again i mean there was definitely an overtone of comedy to the the whole thing um i i could possibly see myself doing something like that again yeah i i think uh oh man i were you a fan of uh any sort of reality entertainment like growing up no i Sorry about that. I actually hate reality TV. <laughs> I I figured. I honestly I figured that uh, any anyone anyone that I don't know lives life the way you do is not going to be at home like watching fucking uh, I don't know the Great British Bake Off all day. No, <laughs> I I don't. Even, I currently don't even own a TV. Dude, oh. like I haven't had a TV for about six months. I think now. Dude, what uh, do you have a favorite movie then? Because that that is one vice I can't seem to give up, man. I love movies. So, the favorite movie I do have, if I had to pick one movie, would be Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, uh, what what about Napoleon Dynamite? Does it for you? It's a lot of people's favorite movie, but it's one that I I don't get. You know. So it's funny as fuck. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was made by high schools. So it kind of like jumpstart the careers too. It's oh, I don't know. dude. It's it, I, honestly your your personal story is a little Napoleon Dynamite ish in terms of like how they it's like I'm gonna jumpstart my career by doing this thing. <laughs> uh huh. That's a yeah. Life imitates art, dude. That's crazy. Oh yeah. I you know what I feel like I feel like you're one of those guys that hasn't seen Fight Club but should totally watch Fight Club. Yeah, I've never seen Fire Club. I I have been fine. Like every time I had a chance to watch it, something always happens. Oh, there! It's the universe conspiring to keep it away from you. It knows you'll become yeah. too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> uh dude. Uh, so uh, we're we're sort we're at thirty minutes. Uh, if you if you want to call it good, but uh, it's been great having you on, man. No, yeah. Hey, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, you want me to plug my uh, social media real I, quick? I would love you to. Okay. Uh, my Instagram account is businessjack2022. So I'm all about the business. Um, my Twitter account is johntentg, J-O-N-T-E-N-T-G. My YouTube account is johntent, J-O-N-T-E-N-T. Um. Yeah, I guess that's basically it. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, it was nice meeting you, Jim. Do you have anything to say real quick or any questions? Yeah, dude. Uh, well, um, uh, frankly, I mean, it's just it's been uh, great to uh, see you through a computer screen again, man. And uh, nice to actually yeah. meet meet the man behind the entertainment, behind all the laughs and the and the tears. Like, uh, really, dude, I think it's, uh, it's cool to watch a fan base just like, uh, fall in love with somebody and then get to know that guy a little bit better. So no, it's rad, yeah. dude. Um, cool. thank you. Yeah, man. You're, you're really, you're really about what you say you're about. And, uh, I can't wait to see what you do, dude. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate it. Uh, also if anyone watched this, take out Andrew Tate. And Joe Wogan, why not? You know? <laughs> All right, okay, man. peace, guys. John, peace. out.
that was pleasant. I think uh, that was uh, great. Uh, <laughs> just to just to talk to the fella, um, I, I it was so hard not to be a comedy douchebag. But uh, John's a sweet guy, and I know the audience is just interested in uh, hearing him talk. If not my audience, his audience. Uh, so thank you, comedy fans, for bearing with me for be- just just watching me have to play polite interviewer. Um, oh man, when he was like, I don't want to be associated with anything sexual. I'm like, oh please do do not listen to the first four episodes of this podcast. I know he probably won't, but. <laughs> Like, um, I don't know. Uh, John's a professional. Like that was, that was like the one thing I'm just going to riff for a little bit, dude. Like this is, this is a short episode for us. So, um, like John's a like consummate professional. I just reached out to him and was like, hi, (laughs) I run a podcast. Here are our numbers. Here's, here's what I can do for you. Business Jack. What's good. And, uh, you got back to me fucking, super quick hashed it out like I, I don't know man the dude is wicked on time um and I think I think he has an assistant that like made sure I wasn't a creep too that was really funny like I've only I've only shared the zoom link with John right and uh <laughs> this woman pops in at like 301 and is like just doesn't doesn't say anything I can't see her I just see her name pop up and I'm like oh John <laughs> and then she disappears <laughs> and then John joins the call and I'm like did I just get did I just get screened that's amazing <laughs> what's what sort of yakuza operation does he have going on over there how many employees are under John's control we may never know <laughs> no uh, it's sick dude uh no, I, I'm honestly, I'm worried that guy's going to be unstoppable because uh, even, th- even through something as silly as Piss Magazine, I've met like amazing people that like just actually do business stuff for me. And <laughs> it's amazing. Um, like there's, there's the creative class and like we're really fucking talkative and shit and annoying. Um, but for every one of us, there's literally like 10 people that like just like want to be a part of something and are cool uh getting paid to like fucking do something fun uh i don't know basically the only the only thing i've learned in like five months of doing piss magazine is that uh it's it's way easier to get an audience together than i initially thought and uh you can interview about anybody like you should send it like i find that there's a significant portion of people that listen to podcasts that want to have one um and you should get one and then do what I did steal Nardwar's good advice and just ask everybody for an interview that you want to interview. Like, uh, like, I don't know. I just really wanted to talk to John. 